So, welcome to the Professional Sports Watching Podcast. It is 2023, and this is my first ever episode. This season, it will start in July 1st, 2023. I'll be releasing a new episode every other week, every other Saturday, I should say. But for now, just welcome to the Professional Sports Watching Podcast, and to clear up any confusion... No, I'm not talking about only watching pro sports. I'm talking about someone who thinks they should be a professional at watching sports. To clear up any confusion. Sadly, there's no market for pro sports watching, but whatever. We can make a podcast out of it, so we will. So our first episode is a doozy. As many people know, the NFL is the most watched sports league in the United States of America, and it's famous right now for a ton of its quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady recently retired, but he's still extremely famous. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and I'm going to focus mainly on those two for this episode, because this episode, as you probably saw, is Bengals-Bills Battles. So... First off, we're going to start with a comparison. I didn't mention Patrick Mahomes at the beginning of my list for great NFL quarterbacks. He's the reigning MVP. And you know what? I can compare him and his Chiefs to the Bills and Bengals and Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. We can compare that to the early 2000s with the Patriots, the Colts, and the Steelers. Those are the only three teams who won AFC Championship in the 2000-2010 decade. Highlighted by Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Ben Roethlisberger. Three great quarterbacks in the AFC, and they went on to win Super Bowls. Just like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Maybe not the Super Bowl part yet. Burrow has been to a Super Bowl. Mahomes has been to three. He's won two of them. Burrow is 0-1. And Josh Allen has never been to a Super Bowl. Now, we're going to talk Bengals-Bills for two main reasons. Number one, I think, you know, it's two teams that start with a B in the Northeast area of the country. I think that, you know, it's a better rivalry than maybe the Chiefs and the Bills or the Chiefs and the Bengals. That's just me. But also, I feel like Kansas City has kind of separated themselves as maybe the best team in the NFL right now, at least. And, like, this could become a huge dynasty with the Chiefs. Won a few more Super Bowls, and yeah. But, so that I think they've separated themselves as the number one team, certainly in this group of teams in in the AFC and possibly best team in the NFL the past few years. So I think they stayed at the top at least for another decade. But um, so I really think it's interesting to who's going to jump in the second and who's going to fall to third. And if you had asked me at the beginning of last year, I would have said not that the Bengals great season Two years ago was a fluke, but I just didn't think it could really compare with Buffalo and Kansas City. 
now I think there's a lot more of a rivalry here. Because we saw after last year that the Bengals can compete, and they've done it two times in a row. They've ended to back-to-back AFC championship games. So, we're going to dive into recent matchups between these two. Now, since Joe Burrow became, you know, Joe Burrow is really good, not in college, although he was exceedingly great at LSU in that 2019 season. Let's talk about recent matchups in NFL when both quarterbacks were extremely good. There's really only two. One of them didn't get too much past the first quarter. And in case you don't know, it's, I mean, me and my friends have nicknamed it the DeMar Hamlin rule because he got a cardiac arrest on the field on Monday Night Football. Everyone was super concerned at the time, as we should have been. He was okay, really, thankfully. He was a Bills safety from around my hometown, actually. He was from the Pittsburgh area. So, anyway, they met again later that season, the 2022-2023 season, in the divisional playoffs. And the Bengals won that pretty handily, even though it was in Josh Allen's building. It was in the, the, the Bills Stadium. The Bengals were on the road, and they were still able to pull the way 27-10, a huge blowout victory on their way to the AFC title game, which they would lose 23-20 to the Chiefs. But we're not going to really talk too much about the Chiefs. So these two teams met in the women, the AFC Divisional Playoff. And what we saw is Joe Burrow dominating. The offensive line was great. Um, as they weren't the year before, they had a lot of trouble. Uh, Josh Allen just really couldn't get anything going. So that was really a big blowout for the Bengals. I thought it was going to be a great, entertaining, really close game. It really turned out to be a super, you know, a huge blowout. So a huge super landslide, basically. So there was that in the AFC Divisional game. But past that, we're going to look a little bit past that. Now at the lineups. So they both have their star quarterbacks that we've talked about. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow, and I believe both belong on the Mount Rushmore of NFL quarterbacks, along with Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. But the Bengals, I feel like, just have that leg up whenever it comes to um, the running back game. Joe Mixon has had some pretty successful seasons. Not saying Singletary has been bad for the Bills. I, I mean, he's been a surprise, a little bit of an unknown as a running back, but he hasn't really shown as like a like insane running back. Probably not the best in his division, and you know he's pro he's definitely not the best in the league. Pro probably not the best in this rivalry. That's probably uh, Joe Mixon. Whenever you talk about the three way rivalry between the Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs. But then they also both have their solid receivers, Jamar Chase and uh, uh, 
well, Jamar Chase, I was going to say, and Justin Jefferson were both wide receivers at uh, at LSU in college with Joe Burrow and that huge uh, juggernaut of a season that they had, at least offensively, in 2019. Completely destroyed any competition whatsoever. Champ- National championship was a landslide. Semifinal against a really good Oklahoma team was a landslide. Uh, I don't. I'm not 100% sure if they had a game that was within like uh, 10 points or whatever. I remember uh, watching uh, the LSU Alabama game that season. It was like number one versus number two, I think. And it was just like super hyped up. College game day was there. It was like everything you could imagine in a hype for a game. And then it was all just like a, not a huge blowout. Alabama was competitive for a lot of it. But LSU just edged up, I think, winning by about 20 points. Those quarterbacks actually went on to go in the NFL. As we have Joe Burrow. And then we also have Tua Tunga Viola. <laughs> So, Jamar Chase was great at LSU, and he's been good in the NFL, too. And then we also talked a little bit about Justin Jefferson, who's a Viking currently. And he has also been terrific MVP candidate this year. And then on the Bills side of things, we're going to get to their primary receiver. Although, we're also going to jump back to the Bills later. Bill's primary receiver is undoubtedly Stephon Diggs. Diggs has been just the go-to target for Josh Allen in pretty much every respect. And you know what? He deserves it because he's been arguably top five or so wide receiver in the time since, not since he's been in the NFL. He was good with the Vikings, but whenever he used to play for the Vikings, but, you know, he's really emerged as a Bills player. So, anyway, so he's been great as a Bills receiver. Josh Allen's go-to target, as I said earlier. And then, secondary, we're going to go to Isaiah McKenzie on this one, who's a name you probably haven't really heard of, but honestly, I think he might be the best secondary receiver in the league. The best guy who's taken like the number two role as a receiver and you know T Higgins is the comparison they're really the only one that I think would beat him or then again uh, the other one who I think would have a chance would be AJ Brown like the Philadelphia Eagles but anyway the third receiver for them Gabe Davis I bring this up because I have a because I'm a huge avid Chiefs fan and I saw him perform extremely well in that crazy AFC divisional playoff game that they had, like, two years ago, was it? With the huge, like, crazy ending, like, 25-whatever points scored in the last two minutes of the game. I don't know, something crazy like that. There were two touchdowns scored in the last minute. If you haven't seen it, look up the highlights of it. It's actually really insane. Heartbreaker loss for the Bills. They really shouldn't have lost that game, I admit, as a Chiefs fan. I mean, maybe they should have, but the way the overtime rules worked, this was the main reason why they changed them, was that in overtime in the playoffs, 
if the team that got the ball first scored a touchdown, they just won. The Bills took the lead with 13 seconds left by a field goal. Chiefs went downfield, got a miracle field goal, well, a miracle drive to get a field goal. And then they came back miraculously from behind. Well, all, all in all throughout the game. Well, I really shouldn't say that, but like, if you look at it after scoring that touchdown, that's a nine-point comeback in like five minutes, which is two possessions. It's a lot more than you think, but considering that they only had 13 seconds before essentially they lost, and they had to get some sort of score, it would have to be a field goal or a touchdown to win, getting that big field goal was a huge, like, huge comeback almost, at least in terms of momentum for the Chiefs. They won the coin toss, got the ball to start off, scored a touchdown, and that was a heartbreaker for Bills fans, I'm sure. So, yeah, but the reason I bring that up, Gabe Davis, probably their third or fourth receiver, was terrific in that game. I believe five touchdowns, and he was just getting open all over time. That was partially because... We kept leaving him open, but, you know, five touchdowns is five receiving touchdowns, and that's got to be the high point of his career. But shifting gears back to the Bengals, as I said we would, T. Higgins is really, like, along with Isaiah McKenzie and A.J. Brown, up there for the best secondary receiver in the league. So he's secondary to Jamar Chase, but... He's had terrific seasons before. I mean, 2021, I felt like he was, I don't want to say better, but he was a really big, like, strong comparison to Jamar Chase. I mean, Jamar Chase had that big outbreak towards the end of the season. But, you know, T. Higgins has been T. Higgins, and he's a great, not Speedy receiver, but he's been but he's been a great route runner, great receiver, great receiver all around. And so it's nice to have a little bit of a veteran for Joe Burrow to catch with, well, for Joe Burrow to catch Joe Burrow's passes, I should say. But then we move to the defense, and defense is definitely not the high point for both these teams. Not that it's bad. In fact, whenever you look at this three-way rivalry, the Chiefs' defense is definitely the worst out of all of them. It's just that the Chiefs' offense is so exploded, so explosive that, well, the Bills and Bengals' defense are almost toast. Even you watch, like, the Chiefs can score miraculous touchdowns even with the incredible defenses that we've seen years past from the Bills and the Bengals. The Bills and the Bengals both have terrific defenses sometimes. Sometimes they're just solid and then sometimes they get torn apart by the Chiefs. But they get but, but they have really good players. Some well sometimes you you'll see like really good plays made, but there's one in particular I have to give the whole defensive thing to Buffalo because of one guy, Von Miller, won a Super Bowl, I believe Super Bowl 50 with the Rams. No, no, not the Rams, with the Broncos. He won Super Bowl 56 with the Rams after being traded earlier that season. 
got traded again to Buffalo as part of his mission to become the third of uh, the third defensive player in NFL history to win a Super Bowl with three different teams. Sorry, I do them down, and Buffalo would have been almost the perfect place to go for another Super Bowl. And maybe they'll get one later in his career. But I want to go back to what we started out with with the lineups and the quarterbacks because that's really like the solid point for both those teams. Like, no messing around here. Joe Burrow is the X Factor for the Bengals, and Josh Allen is the X Factor for the Bills. That's just how it is. It's that simple. So Josh Allen and Joe Burrow are probably the three and four quarterbacks, I'd say, whenever it comes down to it. Because, well, Patrick Mahomes is number one and and Jalen Hurst is number two. So so they're the great quarterbacks, but there's a lot of similarities here, actually. Allen and Burrow, both for some picks, and they both had huge breakout seasons. Josh Allen was, he was actually pretty solid back in, I want to say it was 2020, the 2019 to 2020 season. And then they almost, well, no, they didn't make the playoffs. They almost won the wild card round, lost in the in overtime to Deshaun Watson. And I'll probably do a video on Deshaun Watson, well, a podcast episode on Deshaun Watson at some point because he's really had an up and down career. But think back to the days when Deshaun Watson played for the Texans and the days Deshaun Watson was really good. That was was who the Bills had to play, and they almost came away with it. Next few years, Josh Allen really emerged to be probably the second-best quarterback in the NFL besides Patrick Mahomes, who has been number one almost his entire career, pretty much. Burrow, on the other hand, started out the number one pick from LSU after that monster night. Well, 2019 to 2020 season in college. So he's the 2020 number one overall pick. And not a ton really changed. The Bengals were still pretty bad in 2021. And that may have been primarily because, you know, just like Josh Allen or even we can point to Jalen Hurts or Tua Tunga Viola or Trevor Lawrence or Patrick Mahomes, or Kyler Murray, that he just needed to hit his big breakout season. Whenever he hit it, though, which was in the 2022-2023 to season, that was basically a game-changer for the entire AFC North, the entire AFC, not just the Bengals organization, although it was a game-changer for them, too. They ended up going to the Super Bowl their first time around with this new Joe Burrow. And then 2022-2023, they went to the AFC Championship, losing by a field goal to Kansas City. Let me just say, this is like, well, let me just bring out this statistic because it's honestly quite insane. There are only two NFL quarterbacks to face Patrick Mahomes, 
four or more times and have to have beat him more than they have lost to him. So that's Tom Brady, who faced him five times, three wins and two losses. Joe Burrow is the other one, three times lost in the most recent matchup. These, when those two quarterbacks are insane quarterbacks in NFL history, at least recently, Joe Burrow's been almost all the rage behind Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, and maybe Josh Allen, but I'll get to that in a bit. He's also, though, but, but uh, Tom Brady, well, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. Brady is Brady. Um, if you don't know who Tom Brady is, I'm number one questioning very, very, very much how you don't. And two, if you don't, I might as well just tell you, greatest NFL quarterback and probably greatest NFL player in history. It's just a fact. And I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan either, and that's coming from me, so. He is, he's clearly the best NFL player and quarterback of all time. I think he's the best NFL player of all time, but could be up for debate. So you take a look at the stats, and it's very clear. We're not here to talk Tom Brady. We're just saying that if Josh Allen well, that Joe Burrow is one of two in a certain category, and the other one is Tom Brady. That's pretty high praise. Although it's worth mentioning, not a ton of quarterbacks have faced Patrick Mahomes more than three times. So now we're gonna move on to on to our next phase, which is your only matchup in postseason, which is really where it all counts. As I mentioned before, Joe Burrow just completely dominated. If you want to rewatch the game to prove me wrong, sure, but I think you stand a very low chance of actually proving me wrong when you look at what happened. But now I want to bring up something. In postseason, Josh Allen has four wins and four losses. Joe Burrow has five wins and two losses. So they played almost the same amount of playoff games. Burrow has seven, Allen has eight, and before you say, well, that means Joe Burrow's better, first look at the records, and second, I just want to say, Josh Allen has had four uh, appearances in in the, well, he's had four appearances in the playoffs. Joe Burrow is two. So if you look at it, these stats, Basically, almost proved Joe Burrow is better. But I'm going to take this in a different direction. Josh Allen, whenever we look at his only two appearances in the wild card round, no, three appearances in the wild card round. Okay, so one of them was a loss. One was a. Wait, wait no, sorry, he had four appearances in the wild card round. One was a loss, three were wins. So in the wild card round, he's pretty good, except for that. Time, he didn't hit his breakout yet, but he came very close against a, at the time, very good Texans team. Second up, the divisional round. Lost 2021, lost 2022. I suppose you could say lost 2022 and lost 2023. And 
he won in twenty and he won twenty twenty. Well, twenty twenty one, the twenty 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 one season. So he's only been to one AFC Championship game, and he lost that one. Not exactly close either to the Chiefs. So there's that. So if you look at those eight games, you notice his biggest win is one win in the divisional playoffs. That win, I believe, was against the was it against the Tennessee Titans. I don't know. I can't remember who that win was against, but any but anyway. He only has one win in the divisional round, and that's his best win he has. Now, if you look at Joe Burrow, you'll see a big contrast. So, Burrow has been the wild card twice, and he won both. And and the AFC won the AFC divisional playoffs. He's been in it twice again, and he won both. One against the Bills and one against the Texans, which means in two seasons, half the time Burroughs had, he has twice the amount of post well divisional playoff wins. But this stat gets even more crazy because in half the in half the seasons that Joe Burroughs had in the playoffs, Josh Allen has well has won one AFC title game of his two appearances. It's true that he went on to lose the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 56 against the Rams, but can we at least point out that he's done something Burrow hasn't done, which is make it to the Super Bowl. He's done something that Allen hasn't done, make it to the Super Bowl. And he's also done something that Allen hasn't done in the AFC Championship game, and that is make it there twice. I just... I I really have to I see the argument for Josh Allen here. If you were to ask me at the beginning of last year, I'd say Allen all the way. If you were to ask me beginning of this year, Allen all the way. I really just think after looking at this, Burrow's better. And like I said, quarterbacks are the X factors nowadays in the NFL, but especially on these teams. And you look at it, I just don't see if the Bills and Josh Allen can win the big one. I hate to say it. If they win the AFC Championship next year, I can easily see Allen over Burrow, and I can see Burrow over Allen. It really depends on how Joe Burrow does. And because I'm sure this is going to be controversial between Bengals and Bills fans, and I know several Bengals fans and several Bills fans, I am simply going to put it at this. If he... If you're an Angles fan who believes that you're truly right and that you can prove it, well, that this is truly right and you can prove it again next year, then I think we should have a rematch actually to see. And we'll actually to see if that's true or not. If you think, well, if you're a Bills fan or you just think that the Bills got robbed in this podcast episode, then maybe just keep your fingers crossed and maybe next year we'll have a Bengals Bills rematch which I'm probably going to do regardless of what happens. 
I also want to throw this out to you for those of you who don't know, but Madden 24 has has said who their cover is going to be for Madden 24, and it's Josh Allen. That's a little note to end on. But hey, maybe I'm sounding crazy. Maybe my logic is terrible. But you know what? That's why we're going to have a rematch next year, most likely. So, thanks for listening. Whenever I launch a new episode every other Saturday, and check out our website at rss.com slash pro sports watching, no capitals. And remember, this is your time. Go out and take it. <laughs>